0: I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, and welcome to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. Okay, so recently, Market Watch senior reporter Levy Sumagai-Sai was scrolling through Twitter.
1: I follow, obviously, a bunch of people who I think are smart um, and who tweet a lot of stories that pertain to my beat, which is the gig economy.
0: And one of those smart people, UC Hastings professor Vina DuBall tweeted this thing that really piqued Levy's interest. It was a link to this proposal that has already been filed with the state attorney general's office that would basically ask California voters this November whether they'd like to gigify the healthcare industry. What went on in your mind when you learned of this potential effort to gigify healthcare work?
1: I was not surprised. From covering the gig economy for the past several years now, um, I have found that uh, there are many industries waiting to sort of apply this model which is to shift a lot of the burden to the worker as opposed to the companies that rely on those workers.
0: When Proposition 22 passed in California in 2020, venture capitalists vowed to take this model of precarious, uninsured contract work to other states and industries. And now, someone is trying to make this happen for healthcare, too. Today, the proposal to gigify healthcare work.
1: That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
0: So let's talk about the basics. Um, what actually is being proposed here?
1: The proposed initiative
0: aims to
1: officially classify healthcare workers, such as nurses, as independent contractors if they secure their jobs through online platforms or sort of Uber like apps.
0: Okay, so who is behind this proposal?
1: The group is called Californians for Equitable Healthcare Access. You know, I did my best. I looked at lobbying records, et cetera, trying to sort of pinpoint who might be behind this. What I did find out is the law firm that filed this proposed initiative also worked on Proposition 22, which passed in 2020. That proposition was backed by Uber, DoorDash, Lyft, Instacart, etc. And that proposition basically allowed those companies to sidestep a California law that would have required them to classify Uber drivers, delivery workers, etc. as employees. I did talk to a spokesman for the campaign, and he would not say exactly who's behind this proposed initiative. But once the campaign starts spending money, we'll be able to find out. It'll be a matter of public record.
0: I want to talk more about how this might work exactly, what kind of healthcare workers are we talking about? Like, who would be affected? What's the range?
1: There is a big range, um, at least according to the initial filing of this proposed initiative. It does include RNs, you know, registered nurses. Basically, it would include anyone who is licensed or overseen by like the board of dental hygienists or the board of occupational therapists, um, even veterinary assistants or anyone oh, wow. basically that works in a healthcare setting that is at the level of a nurse or below, like not doctors.
0: Okay, so why are these jobs the ones being targeted and who could stand to benefit from this?
1: I think these jobs are being targeted because for the most part, they're shift work, right? And shift work is, I guess you could say, easier to gigify. It can be on-demand work. A lot of them are W-2 workers, meaning they're officially classified as employees. They're entitled to benefits. The companies that would benefit from gigifying that would be big medical centers or hospitals who may not want to keep paying the health benefits for all these workers, right? It would shift the burden of of the health benefits to the worker themselves. I think that at first it might be very attractive to some nurses to be able to the quote-unquote free agents. But and I wanna also bring up the fact that part of the reason that this proposal is is has been submitted is that there has been an uptick in startups that are saying they are the new staffing agencies. They're like an Uber for staffing agencies, right? You can find your next nursing contract online. You don't even have to talk to a person or a recruiter. They are backed by venture capital money.
0: What are the people behind this proposal saying so far about why they think this is a good idea? Did the spokesperson say anything about that at least?
1: Yes. He said that there is a healthcare crisis going on, there is a labor shortage, and there is not enough staff to fill the need uh for nurses etc especially during this pandemic and he says that the proposal would ensure that healthcare needs will be taken care of uh you know so he's trying to paint it in the best possible light of course we have heard a lot about workers being burned out, and, and especially healthcare workers during the pandemic. And some of them will probably want jobs later on. And maybe being independent of a certain hospital will be attractive to them, right? Work when they want.
0: Are the healthcare workers that you're talking to into this idea? One
1: common thread from the people that I talked to is they said healthcare workers are taking care of the sick. They themselves need to be taken care of. And, you know, taking benefits away from them, which is what, you know, people see this initiative doing, is not the way to go. I also talked to the nurses union. Uh, they're the SEIU UHW. They represent uh, California healthcare workers. What they said was they thought this was a really bad idea, especially in the middle of the pandemic when nurses are already burned out, when there is already sort of a staffing crisis. So they're basically saying the opposite of what the pushers of this initiative are saying.
0: And I know that that this claim that I think makes gig work so attractive that you'll have this flexibility, you could be your own boss was really attractive to many Uber drivers for a long time, but now I feel like we know a little bit more about what that has actually meant for them. Can you talk a little bit about that? What the impact of of gig work has had on these drivers and how you're thinking about that in the context of like healthcare work?
1: Well, Prop 22 came with a promise that these gig workers, these drivers would make more money, supposedly, and that they would be entitled to health care benefits, which they hadn't had before. Since 2020, there have been studies that have shown that that hasn't really been the case. For one, many of them Haven't made enough to get their own health care and therefore they qualify for Medi Cal in California. If you qualify for Medi Cal in California, you are then not entitled to the health care stipend that was promised under Prop 22. Studies have shown that a lot of the people who do gig work, like drive for Uber, deliver for DoorDash, et cetera, especially in the Bay Area, are mostly people of color. We also know that most healthcare workers in the Bay Area are people of color. Healthcare workers were 59.3 percent non-white. A lot of them are also home health aides. They're, you know, certified nursing assistants. They are radiology techs, etc. You know, and um, I think what they would lose if. Their work was to be, quote unquote, gigified is job security, (laughs) Um, the sort of the benefits that come with being an employee, you know, paid sick leave, (laughs) workers' compensation, all those things that gig workers like Uber drivers right now do not have.
0: Okay, so it sounds like a lot needs to happen before this question even qualifies for the ballot. And this is still pretty early on in the process. Uh, But why do you think it's important to start talking about this right now?
1: I think it's important to pay attention to what the future of work is gonna look like. You know, this could go beyond just nursing or healthcare there are venture capitalists out there who have talked about applying the gig work model to lots of different industries. Number two, as we saw in the Prop 22 campaign, the backers of this initiative could possibly pull out all the stops and throw everything at it to where the voters may be confused or may not realize exactly what they're voting for. What happened with Prop 22 in 2020 was a poll almost immediately after that found a lot of voters thought that they were voting for a different proposition. They thought that they were actually helping the gig workers when that hasn't really worked out to be the case. The experts I talked to for this story basically said, you know, watch out for this initiative's backers to trot out nurses who say that they want to have more control over when they work, etc. And so that, you know, on paper, that may look really attractive to healthcare workers who are burned out right now. From talking to a University of Chicago professor for my story, who um, actually wrote a book about healthcare workers, um, he said, you know, this is sort of an example of the fact that an initiative system like what California has allows big businesses to essentially buy laws. They can write their own laws for their own benefit, and that should be worrisome.
0: Well, Levy, thank you so much for talking to us about this story. I appreciate it. Thank you. Levy says one important thing to note going forward is that unlike Uber and Lyft drivers, nurses have a strong use. So if this does get on the ballot, that union will have a big role to play. So that is a
1: very important distinction. So I would think that in this case, the nurses union would put up a bigger fight.
0: Thanks again to Levi Sumagai-Sai, a senior reporter with Market Watch. We'll leave a link to her story in today's show notes. This episode of The Bay was produced and cut by me, Erica Cruz Guevara, and Alan Montesilio, who edited me and scored this episode. If you like this episode of The Bay, I want to point you back to our previous coverage of Prop 22, which I think can give you a better sense of what could actually happen if the backers of this idea to gigify healthcare are successful at getting this on the ballot. I'll leave you a link to that in our show notes. The Bay is a production of member supported KQED. You can connect with me and Alan on Twitter at The Bay KQED. I'm Erica Cruz Guevara. Peace out, y'all.